Welcome back to Trader Talk, the podcast that focuses on trading education for beginners and experienced traders. Each episode, we will sit down with a trader to discuss various strategies and tips to improve your edge, as well as the risks associated with trading and investing. Thank you to my sponsor, eToro, for powering this series. eToro makes trading easy by giving quick access to the world's most popular digital currencies with low fees and social trading features in one simple app, allowing you to trade and invest on the go. Three, two, one. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Trader Talk. Today, I have CryptoFace here with me. How are you doing today? Great. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, thank you for taking the time to come on. So we actually, we've got a lot to discuss today because you're doing a lot of really cool things. But first and foremost, I want you to go ahead and introduce yourself. Um, yeah, my name is uh, CryptoFace. Um, I've been, I've had a YouTube channel basically about trading uh, Bitcoin and crypto for almost three years now. Um, have that, that's about as long as, I, as I've been in Bitcoin. Like I heard about it a couple times before, um, but never really took the plunge. And um, yeah, started with bot trading and, and uh, just like programming trade bots. Um, just fell in love with, with, with Bitcoin and crypto and um, was good at, was, was, was good at, trading it. And, um, I just kind of wanted to share, um, I, I just wanted other people. I know if I could do it that other people could too. Um, I think the world is overall can, can be kind of a, a crappy place. And I believe that through Bitcoin and YouTube and trading that I can just like do my part, um, to just help others do better. And, you know, if you're able to do that, then you'll be successful yourself. And that's, that's pretty much, pretty much what it is and what it's been. I feel the same way, but you said, you mentioned something about bots. So before you got kind of into crypto, do you have like any kind of technical background to where you were trading at other, like at a firm or did you, were you trading like traditional markets or you found Bitcoin? You're like, this is really cool. And then you got in and then you're like, oh, well I can make money doing this. Let me, and then you maybe heard about bots or whatnot. And then you kind of learned how to do that and started coding and started programming them to do that. Or how did, how did that work? So, um, I, I, uh, ever since I was little, um, I always knew that stocks and, and the markets, uh, were something I was always very interested in. And I always knew like I would gravitate to that somehow. Um, and so, uh, like I remember when, when I was little, um, my dad would sit me on his lap when, it, when he'd get his dividends every month and we'd play this little game where he had an envelope and he'd go, let's count how many, how many numbers there's going to be. Right. And he would start the left and I just remember a little stuff like that, but um, I was never like serious about it, um, about trading um, uh, until, until crypto and until Bitcoin. Um, so it, it, when, when, with the trading bot stuff, I tell you, like I, I, I'm a gamer, I, I play video games and um, I know like if you were trying to like download a hack, like an aim bot to shoot people's heads, Whenever you'd see that black screen, like whenever I see like a black screen on a computer, I would, uh, I can't do it. You know what I mean? Um, and so with the trade bot thing, you know, that like I, I decided, you know what, I'm, I'm going to do this. And um, I, I dove into it. And what I, what I liked about it was like the walls was breaking through walls. Um, if there was something code why i'm not a coder and i don't really feel like that, that i was coding okay um but when you're just like doing the settings and adjusting your bot and there's little walls that you run into 
And then you, you dive into that issue and you break those walls. And that was a rewarding feeling. But um, real experience, no, I didn't. Uh, I've ne I never worked for Goldman Sachs or anything like that. Completely self-taught. Um, and I believe that, you know, you just keep it simple. You don't need to go to Stanford. You don't need to have a stick up your ass in order to be able to trade successfully. I agree with you 100%. I don't have any traditional financial background. I kind of, I know how to save money. I know how to budget. And um, I, before I got into crypto, I wanted to like invest in traditional markets outside of my 401k, but it seemed kind of too expensive for me to do that at the time. So with Bitcoin, as you know, and with crypto, you can buy as much as you want or as little as you want and kind of invest 24 seven, which is really, really cool. So Barriers to entry are, are way, you know, you don't need, you know, like a young kid can't buy a share of Apple stock, you know, exactly. if it's 500 or Amazon's a thousand bucks, you know, if you don't have a thousand, but you don't want to buy one share. You know, so um, crypto, um, I actually did a survey um, on, on a product I have. And uh, one of the questions was how much experience people have that, that are trading. And it was like 80% um, of people trading uh, that I surveyed have less than two years of experience. So mo most of us are, you know, are kind of in the same boat. So that like three years or less experience. It's actually a cool thing because at the same time, I feel like we're all coming up together and we're all kind of growing together. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do this series is because I think that there's going to be more and more people getting involved in crypto and Bitcoin over the years, especially that younger generation. And if they stumble across this interview or any of the other interviews that I do, I want them to be like, hey, if they can do it, I can do it. I want them to feel that motivation because like I grew up poor. I grew up really, really poor. <laughs> I didn't grow up with the whole lot. I didn't really have a direction or anything like that. And I feel like the least in neighborhood I live in, I feel like there's other kids that are in the same boat and they can definitely benefit from stuff like this. Even if they don't go into the trading ground, even if they want to invest or if they want to, you know, work on bots, if they've got that, you know, those tech savvy skills to where they can do that. But so how, I guess, where did you, where did you figure out like, or are there any type of indicators that you use or like, how did, how did that start? Like, was there something that happened before you got into the bots? Yeah. Um, for, for the record too, I, um, I grew up um, in, in a wealthy family, but my, we lost all our money. I mean, we went from pretty well off to, to nothing. My dad had to get a truck driving job. And he, there was one time, you know, he was sending all his money to his wife and he was eating mustard packets out of the trash. MC, the MCI WorldCom crash. Um, his broker told him to stay in with Enron and MCI. And I remember my dad told him, he goes, ah, I can't want to get out. I said, stay in. And everything Gosh. went to zero. Lost all of our money to zero. That happened when I was like 13, 14. That's like the worst um, age too. That's like a really, 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 really tough age. Yeah. You know, I, um, you know, I've earned everything, even like my first car, like I started work. I couldn't wait to work. I could have, when, even when I was in like middle school, I could never ask my mom for mommy. Can I have $20 to go to the movies? I could never do that. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, no, it's, uh, you know, I'm glad it happened. Everything's good now, but, um, back to your question. Uh, what was your question? I'm sorry. That's okay. It's okay to, to talk about that type of stuff because I can go on. I can go on and on about it too. But it's good. It's good to talk about so people understand where you come from, and it's inspiring to people. But my I dropped question out of college. One, I, I did one semester in college. You know what I mean? And um, hell, I, I remember uh, the one class. It was CIS 105, where you learn like Excel and PowerPoint. Mm -hmm. Four hundred students, and and the the uh, professor goes, you know, if you think you're going to be a millionaire, raise your hand. So everyone raises their hand. And I remember I said, I just watched, you know, it's like, who cares? Right. Um, and uh, 
yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. He's like, you know, like two, you are going to make it. Um, and so, yeah, if you're, you know, you don't have to be, anyone can do it. I mean, if you have a brain, two eyes, you, you don't even have, if you have an arm, if you can move a mouse, if you have a computer, internet access, you, you can do it. And it's not easy. Um, but, but it's not as hard as people think. The hardest part is your own self, mm-hmm. is, is battling your own greed. Um, and, and so like discipline, you don't even need to know TA. Um, it, it, if you have someone that's a TA master and they're you know, leverage trading, for example, but they don't have risk management, I know it sounds cliche. It's not cliche. They'll, it's they'll, not. they'll lose. But if you have someone that throws, if you flip a coin, say, okay, I'm going to long, I'm going to short off of heads or tails. If you have, if you just exit when you're in the profit, exit if it's going to go, if you're in the red, I'm telling you, you can, you can have someone that flips a coin to enter trades, but if they have risk management, they will beat the person with TA. So, yeah. We're, and again, guys, we're not telling you to flip a coin when you, to dictate your trades. <laughs> so don't That's do that. That's what I'm saying. Absolutely. You should try it. Just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah, don't, don't do that. No, I but tried how- it. It sucked. It didn't work. <laughs> yeah. But how did you, how did you learn? Like, did you start with technical analysis? Like, cause everybody sees that chart. Everybody sees a Bitcoin chart and they're looking at it the first time and they're like, what the hell am I looking at? What mm. is this? What are these? Is it Christmas? Because there's the red and the green candles. What are all these lines? What are these arrows? So when you first looked at a chart, like what was going through your head? Were you like, okay. yeah, I want to, I want to know like how the journey started from okay. the first time you I saw actually a chart. Remember, yeah. I remember the first thing I did technically that uh, made things much easier for me. And what that was, was changing the candles that I used. I started using Hiken Ashi candles. Okay. So normal candles, you know, you're seeing red, green and all kinds of shit. And it's completely, it's a mess. It's a mess. And so um, I switched my candles to what are called hike in a sheet. And what it does is it colors your candles um, in the trend that it's in. And it makes the patterns so much easier to see. And the hike in a sheet candles were created by the same bloodline of Japanese guys that made normal candles. And so it's, it's a better version. Um, I, I don't, I, I, number one, first thing I did was change the candles and it is much easier to see a green, red, green, red. And so, you know, if, okay, it's gone green this much, then it's probably going to start going red. Mm-hmm. So you know, you're short it maybe if it's gone red this much and you see the patterns. So first thing I did was change my candles to hike in a sheet. I will live and die by that. I never need to look at a regular candle chart ever again. Okay. Um, and just, before I even knew about RSIs and EMAs, and I was never a big believer. Like, I don't think I've ever probably entered a trade off of some RSI, whatever. And, and uh, the, the number one thing that, that works and worked for me is following the money. And so if there's one indicator without plugging my own indicator package that I made, if there's one indication I think people should follow is the money flow. Um, or any indication that gives you that that tells you if money's coming in or if money's going out. Um, if you follow the money, that's 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 it's it's physics, right? It's like uh, um, water, right? If there's more water on Earth, there's going to be more plants. When water leaves, the plants die. Same thing with money. The more people that are coming into any asset, whether it's Bitcoin or any stock naturally it has to grow and naturally the price has to go up. 
The more money, the more people, it has to get bigger. The less people people leave it, it has to get smaller. So I believe following the money, however way you do that. So with the, the candlestick um, pattern that you're talking about, could you repeat the name of it again? I mean, I know I'm Hiking a sheet. It's Hiking on, a it's, sheet. Yes. It's I've on every, it <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm telling you, Wendy, don't, when, when you start using hiking a sheet candles and you go back to the normal ones, you're like, what the hell am I doing? What, what was I thinking? And I feel like there's so many, that's like a common theme uh, is, is um, like these, these trends. And if you don't use these EMAs in this, then uh, it's like, okay, well, you know what? Most people lose, you know, it's not 10% of traders are successful. It's actually 3%. There was a much bigger study. You can Google it. One out of 10 people that trade are not successful. It's three out of 100. So if that's true, then why would I want to follow what everyone else is doing? You know, I mean, you, you do kind of in a sense, and um, the, I'm not saying those indicators don't work because again, normally it comes down to the person, right? That messes things up. It's your own fault. If, if it's your own greed that you have to check. Um, but uh, I would make things simpler for you. It's not complicated. And you, I, I think whether it's a YouTuber or a trading view person, they want to make themselves seem smart. And, and so they'll make things seem complicated. So it's not, because, it doesn't have to be. And it does, trading does not have to be. Reading the markets does not have to be at all. And don't let people tell you guys you have to do X, Y, and Z. Or let's say you like to use five indicators and you have a specific system set up to use five indicators and that works for you. And someone's over there screaming at you saying, no, you have to use naked charts. You do what works well for you. If it works well for you, if you are making money, if you're bringing bread home, you keep doing it. Correct. Yeah. It's, um, everyone has their own little system that works for them. Um, I, I think if you, the, the less time you have, the better. I know a lot of people say, you know, crypto face, I, I work and I'm a busy person and I don't have time to sit there and look at charts all day. And I found that when I only have like 15 minutes or, or a couple of minutes to graze a chart, my success rate is even higher because you keep things simple. You don't sit there and and, and look at the one minute and freak out, right? So um, <laughs> don't look keep, at the one minute, guys, please. Oh, that, that, there's times where there's times where you know I actually like the thirty second. Depending on the trade, it, it all depends. It all depends on what you're trying to do. Multiple accounts. That's another thing. I think people only having one trading account no, is yeah, suicide. Don't do, don't do that. Suicide because you 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 want to play. You're looking at macro stuff and then you see micro stuff and and you start mixing your trade and and so. I have like four trading accounts. One that I do for very long-term, sort of long-term, mid-term, blah, 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 blah. So I, I don't limit myself. And so I'm okay with being maybe long on a macro and then seeing a short maybe on, on a micro and taking that short and I'm not screwing myself over. So really basic things, multiple trading accounts, mm -hmm. keeping it simple, hiking the sheet candles, looking at patterns, following the money. Yeah. No, I agree with you there. And like, I, there's people like on Twitter and they're big, oh, well, you change your bias here and you change your bias there. And I'm like, well, the market changed. And I was like, I'm yeah. always like with Bitcoin, I am long-term long. I'm very long-term bullish. And I do spot trading as well as like the margin stuff. And when I spot trade, they're larger positions because I feel more comfortable doing that. But when I'm scalping or if I'm margin trading, it's only a couple hundred dollar positions because I feel comfortable if I lose that. And you guys, if you are margin trading, generally the house will win. 
And that's just, it is what it is. And how it does happen a lot. There's things that come up, like if you're feeling emotional one day, or you have some sort of personal issue, or you're tired, or you're hungry, mistakes can happen. So being in control of your emotions and keeping all that stuff in check is important to me. Do you agree with that? I completely agree. You brought up a, a word actually, and that's um, sleep. Uh, my biggest losses are actually, I think my number one loss, I wasn't sleeping, but every other damn loss um, is, is when I either fell asleep or I was sleeping. I didn't have protection. Um, and so, uh, yeah, sleep. If you walk away from your computer or your phone or your exchange, whether it's for five minutes, or you're going to sleep, you, you got to make sure that, that you have your protection set up. Um, yeah. And, and, and sticking, it's funny, you know, if I like, if you, if I'm looking at a chart, a six hour chart, every candle is six hours. And so you have to measure, right? If I make a, I was in a 30 minute trade, I was in a trade based off the 30 minute chart. So every candle's 30 minutes. When you, when you measure it out and I was like guessing when it would be at a certain point, it's mm -hmm. days away. Right. It's one, two, three days away. So if, if I see something happen, I'm not freaking out. I'm, I'm trading off of that measurement of time. So measuring time, make sure you measure your time. There's a ruler in every and trade. And there's, Measure the time. <laughs> what was your worst trade? If you can talk about that. <laughs> For educational Touch subject. Such a subject. Okay. My worst trade was uh, when the Winklevoss ETF got rejected. Okay. And uh, I was trading on BitMEX. And as everyone knows, on BitMEX, they get overloaded mm -hmm. and lock you out. And I was up 30%. And, um, you know, I lost like 130 grand of, you know, what I consider friends um, money. And uh, that was my worst trade. Um, my best trade was actually, uh, at the end of last year. And that was the backed launch failure of, uh, price. And Ooh, I was on that one. Good. Um, that one, I, I pulled like 200, 250 K. Um, it was live. I streamed it live. And uh, yeah, that was my, that was my best trade. That's awesome that you, I do like a couple live trades. Now I don't stay up like the whole entire time to watch it play out. Like I'll update people, yeah. but it's, but live trading is very hard because you get, emo there's a lot of emotion. Oh my God. Come into play. I hate it. I hate it. And, and it totally, and, and no matter what dude, your chat does get to the chat gets to me, you know, whether yeah. pro or against the, the whole, well, it, it's like, Oh my God, trading live it makes it so much harder to do. So um, if, you're, if you're a hater on someone, um, or even if you're a lover, if they're in a trade and they're showing it live, like be nice, because it's not easy. It's not easy to do. Um, yeah, a lot of times I'll just have to walk away. I'll just be like, you know what? You have to get away from, we call it flopping and groping, when there's like a, a fish out of water, just, oh, you know, like a magic carp from Pokemon, just freaking out. You just have to kill it. You just have to kill it or kick it off the deck. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's tough for sure. It's tough to trade live. You know what's another funny thing is when um, like a friend or someone's like, hey man, let me come over. Let's trade. Let's, let's trade. I'm like, dude, we enter a trade and then I play like World of Warcraft or something for six hours. I'm not like sitting here like, oh man, enter this. Oh, let's enter this trade. Let's get out of this trade. It's not exciting. Yeah. I, had a, I have a friend that's up in show business and he was like, yo, crypto face, we need to do a hot reel. I want to do like a show on you. I'm like, dude, my life is not exciting. <laughs> I play video games and watch a trade and, I'll, and that's it, dude. Like my life's not exciting.
<laughs> well, I'm chasing a toddler around most of the days and um, trying to um, get in and out of trades and manage all the other stuff I do. And then also feed her goldfishes. She's has childcare oh. right now. So we're good. But earlier today she came in and she's like, she does, she does this with her hands. So she's like, give me goldfish. And I had somebody and I was like, Oh my God. But yeah. So I thank you for sharing about those trades. I think it's important that people know that there are winning trades and there are losing trades. So yeah. it's just about, you know, I guess risk management, but I guess like back to, I really want to know, like, where did you get your resources to learn? YouTube um, and my own self. I mean, just, um, you know, if you go on like TradingView, for example, you can, there are thousands of indicators. I mean, like there's like the mainstream indicators everyone uses, mm -hmm. but there is so much. You can go on there. There was a time where like once a week or twice a week, I would go on TradingView and click indicators and type random letters, right? And um, just go through random random indicators and then research them and look it up like honestly it's just about identifying just looking and and noting i i have a pattern book of patterns there are so many patterns mm -hmm. um whether it's in bitcoin or any market that repeat themselves um and you just have to like snapshot it in your brain and and put it somewhere so honestly just studying it not just sitting there and getting lost but saying, okay, you know, what, why did this going in the past and seeing why something happened, right? So like, let's say the back dump, go back to the back dump, all the info is there. And you can pull up all your random shitty indicators and see what they looked like when that happened. And then when they look like that again, identify the environment, I always say identify the environment, right? And, and just, just learn from the past. That's it. See, look at major events or events where there was a pump or a dump or nothing and look what was going on then. That's it. Yeah, I want to say you can go to, the, I think the Bitstamp chart is the longest, um, has the most amount of history for Bitcoin on TradingView. I think so. And correct me if I'm wrong. I don't, know, I don't use Bitstamp. Um, I know there's like the Brave New Coin Index, but I think that's a little different. Okay. Um, I know Bitstamp's been around for a long time. Yeah, so um, you, guys, you guys can go back and you can actually look at that chart and see, like, you can see when there was a crazy pump or you can see when there was a dump. And you can, even if there wasn't, like, the bat, like, backed announcing something or China banning Bitcoin, but you can kind of just go back and see when you have those big moves up. So, yeah, so yeah. I found that there's always, like, like my indicators would, would sh they would know something's happening before there was some type of fundamental news. Mm -hmm. So I think fundamentals can be kind of overrated. Um, most of the time actually it's like the degree like my indicators would show okay like it's going down and like a fu fundamental news might make it bigger you know what i mean like the the opportunity the setup was already there but perhaps the fundamental news like amplified it oh yeah d definitely and there's even sometimes like well, when i'm scanning charts and i'm looking and i'm like okay i think we're gonna dump and then something gets announced and then price ends up dumping anyways and they're like oh ta doesn't predict that and i'm like well you know my method what i was using i was able to see that there was some bearishness or there you know there's x y and z occurred so sometimes i am able to catch those moves but as far as i must as say i'm sorry to interrupt you but and i'm not trying to kiss your ass um <laughs> and and like no one you i didn't pay you you're not paying me anything no but, not at um, all your uh your ta wendy i'm not gonna lie you've been pretty good you've been um really uh you, you've been like nailing the moves and there's plenty of times where you've gone against what was popular 
Oh yeah. Um, and that's not <laughs> easy to do. It's really not. And so I, I got to give it to you. Like I would, um, I got to give it to you. You've, you've really called, um, you've been really accurate with your predictions, I guess. Um, yeah. So good for you. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's, it's always nice to get some positive feedback because, you know, you know, in the crypto space, we, we tend to get a lot of hate, especially if we push back against the, yep. the majority. I'm sure you get that too. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I get a lot. I get a lot of love too though. So oh, yeah. it's like, you know what? It's um 90%. Like if you have like 10 of your like YouTube followers or whoever, most people are adults and they don't have time to comment on YouTube and they love you and they're understanding and they're smart. Um, but the, the bad eggs are very loud. Mm -hmm. the, uh, the negative people, the weirdos, the hater, the hate watchers, the people that hate you, but watch all of your stuff, you know, and like follow you, follow you, <laughs> um, or create accounts and like try to pretend to be multiple people. They, they, so weird. Uh, they, yeah, so they weird. can stink up a whole barrel. You know, you can have a barrel of, of eggs, but if you throw a turd in there, it can really s screw up that barrel. You don't want to touch one of them eggs. So, um, yeah, you really have to, uh, yeah, you just, you just gotta, it's part of the business and, um, yeah, man, but you're all right, Wendy, you're okay in my book. Thanks. So got a question. What is your edge? What, what, what do you think gives you an edge? What gives me an edge? Mm -hmm. Um, just what I've, uh, I've, I feel like I, what, what I, what I've made my, my indicators, I feel like my indicators, uh, that, that I, created and, and used or adjusted for, for years. I've, I've got it into like kind of like a package. Um, that's my personal edge is I feel like I'm able to see, I'm looking at things that other people aren't. And, and I feel like there's just so much more information out there that um, the mainstream uses. So my edge is the, my, my indicators. Um, that's what I believe my edge is and, and why I'm able to be so successful. Talk to me about those indicators. Like I know that you said that you, that you program, programmed a bot yourself. Does your bot use indicators or just kind of dive into that and just give us a skinny on all of that. Cause I'm really curious to know. And then if I hear anything, I'm going to, I'm going to poke and pry a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I do have a bot. I've been working with bots, you know, nonstop. And I have the, a, a golden bot that makes stupid amounts of money. I leave it alone. I've really achieved, um, <laughs> I have achieved the dream with, with trading bots. And I was trying to, uh, I was pursuing the ability to share that bot with, with like everyone, but it's, it just won't, it's, it won't work because you'll throw off the books with the amount of people that want to do it. And um, it was, it was, so I just have to keep it for myself and like friends and family and stuff. So the bot stuff, I have it mastered, completely mastered. Um, what was the other part of your question? Like what indicators um, coincide with it? Um, money flow, the flow of money. At the end of the day, that's what it all uh, basically comes down to in, in multiple ways. Is what is the money, is, is money, for example, if you're trading Bitcoin to the US dollar, is money coming in to uh, Bitcoin? Is, is, is there money, what, what is the money doing? That, that's the end of the day, that's what matters most. But how do you gauge it? How do you gauge the money flow? How are with, you able to program that into the bot? Uh, just like any other indicator, um, just like an EMA or, or an RSI. Um, you just use, you know, an MFI or, or a, a um, adjusted version of it, just like okay. any other indicator. Okay. Yep. 
That's interesting as I've never heard of anyone talk about that before. So is that, and correct me and correct me if I'm wrong and call me stupid if you want, but is that an indicator on trading view or is it like something that you kind of created? Uh, yes and no. Uh, yeah, money flow. There's a lot of money flow indicators on TradingView. Uh, okay. The one I use, I have adjusted um, heavily and, and back tested. So yeah, you can go to the MFI on TradingView, type in MFI, and that's you know money flow index. Um, you can use that, and there's a bunch more. So yeah, just research it. You know, just yeah, money flow. Plenty of money flow indicators out there for sure. Okay. So that basically says, okay, money's coming into the market or money's leaving the market. So would it give you yeah. kind of like a longer sell or longer short signal? Absolutely. If I okay. see that, um, let's say I'm in the red, right? So like mine works in waves. Like there's, it's, if it's over, there's a zero line. And if it's above, it's green and below it's red, right? So if it's, let's say it came down, it's in the red and it's starting to curve back up, right? And the price can still be going up and down. The price is going to go up and down no matter what. But overall, I know that price is going to be eventually up, up higher if the money flow is coming in. So what I look for is a definitive direction of the flow of money. So if I see that, okay, money is for sure increasing, it's going to go in the green, boom, I'll place a long. Okay. And now the actual price will be like, oh, shit, it's going up. Oh, shit, it's going down. Oh, shit, it's going up. But at the end of the day, it's going, it's, it's going to be higher, right? Mm -hmm. And then the same thing if it's going down. If I, if I have a definitive direction of the flow of money, then, then I'll, I'll short it. And I know, okay, it's going to go up and down. It's going to go up and down, but eventually it's, it's going lower. So yeah, that's it. That's pretty interesting. I'm actually going to have to check that out and see what, what it looks like. Cause I, I in my spare time, I I've will. I've tried like, giving you my indicator, haven't I, Wendy? I probably, I don't know. I'd have to check. <laughs> yeah, I, it's, I, tell you, I tell you, when you get something for free, you don't treat it the same. So I'm just, I'll, I'll tell you what, give me 20 bucks. I'll give you my indicator and, <laughs> no. and I promise it'll make you better. I promise. Well, it's not that it's just, I'm very, I'm the, I've got the personality to where I like to do things myself. I like to work for things. I want to figure things out on my own. So that's just the type of person I am. It has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with anybody else. But if somebody's like, Oh, I've got this, that, that, you want this. I am just like, Oh, I got to do it myself. But I'm trying, I'm trying to work. You're still doing it. It's not a, my indicator. Isn't, it isn't a buy sell indicator. It's like buy here, sell here. That shit's stupid. So no, but it's, it's just indicators that you most likely already use, but that have been adjusted to, to what has been most accurate throughout the history. Okay. You know what I mean? And so, um, yeah, don't be, you, 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 that, that's, that's not, that's not good. I understand doing things on your own. Trust me. I get it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I'll show you, let me, let me, we'll, we'll take a little look at it for sure. Okay, cool. So I got a couple more questions for you. So okay. if you were to give yourself advice when you first got into the space, um, what would you tell yourself today? If you were to go back mm. and say, what, say you need to do this or don't do this to, to help you from getting wrecked because we all get wrecked. I've gotten wrecked lots of times. I've lost money. I've made money too. So what would you go back and say, you should do this? If I was to give myself advice, um, Boy, I would say, um, obviously, you know, uh, be, uh, don't, don't be so stupid. I, I, I wish you wouldn't have done, I, I wish I would have done some of the stupid things. I mean, as, um, just be, uh, be more careful, you know, things like leverage, I guess. Um, and don't fall asleep or, or sleep, uh, without stop losses. There, there's, there was take profits, take more profits. There was, 
a, a, a good handful of times, Wendy, where um, I'm really bad uh, in the mornings. Like when, when I'm wake up, I have a really hard time waking up. Mm-hmm. And I'd be in bed, I'd be in a trade, and I'd like wake up, check the price, and my trade would be very in the green. I'd be like, instead of taking profit, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd just go back to sleep. And then, um, you know, you wake up and it's, 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 it's ruined, you know? Thankfully, I mean, it, that, it's, that doesn't happen to me anymore. It's very rare. I actually just had my first, like, actual loss um, in, in, like, it's been like two months that I've had a real trade loss. And it's because I literally fell asleep at my computer. And normally when I fall, if I'm going to leave, I'll set, take profits and set protections. But my ass went right in this chair, the chair I'm in now, fell asleep. And um, I, it, it was in a loss. It was in the green. Last thing I remember, I was looking at it. It was in the green. And then I woke up. My right butt cheek was dead. My whole right leg was like pinched off. And, and I had to like stand up and shake it off. Um, so A, uh, Take more profits if when you're in the green, mm-hmm. you're not, you, you need to be okay with knowing that you're not going to get the very bottom and the top. When, when you'll take profit, the price will keep going. You enter, the price will keep going. But it's, you, you, gotta, you gotta be okay with just, and the little wins add up. Small wins, small losses, big gains. Bitcoin or any asset, they'll, they'll have their moment where they take off, right? So you just gotta, T- take your little profits and take your when if it's if it's just going to last boop, i'll get rid of it it's okay because i know that, that well, there's gonna be a time where i'm in a trade and it bam it takes off really good and so small wins small losses big wins i actually think i want i've been in a short for like a million years like before we had this big run up and i was in i think i was in profit for a little bit and i didn't take my profit and now I, my short has been like underwater like so it's just absolutely ridiculous but i'm not closing it short yeah it's a bitcoin short so i do think that price will go down eventually but it's just like the funding is like killing me from having it open like so long Mm. but it's it is what it is i actually i made up for this loss i swung an altcoin so i was able to i did like really 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 well on it It are you are you an altcoin person i you know i when i first started i used to be but then what happened was i got really 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 busy with school and with crypto and like with the the show and then with my like marketing company i have so then i kind of stopped trading alt and i kind of just started focusing on like trading bitcoin because it was kind of easier to trade because generally when i chart an alt or like when i'm interested in getting involved in alt i i always look at bitcoin so i was like i'm just going to take a step back and then just kind of focus on that but another I, piece of advice too um if you don't mind is no, is uh if you're trading bitcoin and if you're like doing well then you really should look at standard markets too okay. uh because it's much easier standard markets are bitcoin is the hardest asset to trade so for example like my indicators i developed them for bitcoin right and uh, they are like even better for standard market. It's it, they had like the Viagra effect, right? Viagra was invented for uh, like heart pressure or something, right? For mm-hmm. like heart circulation, right? But then you know other things turn out to be great too. And so it's the same thing. If you um or if you're struggling, if you're struggling with Bitcoin, you feel like there's something you're missing. Go to the stock market or go to just a different asset class and. Um, yeah, you don't just have to trade crypto. Like, there's other stuff out there too, and there's plenty of money out there to get to. You can get the same. There's leverage. There's all kinds of shit. 
Um, that's so. actually, that's actually good that you said that because a lot of people think you just have to stay in crypto and you don't like, I've had friends, I've got a buddy that does Forex. He does really well for himself. He's like, just, he's like, come over to Forex and just trade, you know, tr actually trade some Forex stuff and see, or trade some traditional markets and see what happens. But I guess before we get going, um, do you want to talk about any of the things that you're working on? Cause you mentioned like a bot, you mentioned an indicator, any, or is any of that stuff for sale that they're um, offering to people or how does that work? Well, I, um, in like two weeks, my, uh, affiliate program for, uh, my indicator package, it's called market cipher. Um, I mean, it's everything that I've put everything I know and everything I used into it. And it's, it's not just one indicator, like one, excuse me, one line. Um, it's like everything I use and, um, it's, it can be really simple. It's also really in depth. I have noobs to veterans that use it. You can go to cryptofacecrypto.com. I also own shittokens.com. You can go to shittokens.com. Um, I have an affiliate program coming with Market Cipher. It's own Market Cipher website. It's going to be up in like two weeks. Um, and so, um, you know, if, if uh, I appreciate you, I appreciate you uh, doing this, Wendy. And I feel almost like I almost don't want to say it because I'd want you to get credit if anyone like went to it from, from this interview. But um, Market Cipher is my indicator. You can go to my website, cryptofacecrypto.com or shittokens.com. Um, and you know, if I notice a couple like people sign up, I'm, uh, tell you what, uh, Wendy, I'll, I'll, I'll throw you a little cash for having me on the channel. No, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just show the, I'll show the ref link down below. Yeah. I don't have a ref link right now. That's what I'm saying. I don't have a ref link, but I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll give you, I'll give you like a couple grand for having me on. No, is that okay? no, no. no? You, can, you can send me a pineapple pizza. <laughs> all right fine you know what the trick is with pineapple pizza what you don't put the pineapple on last my family i used to have a pizza place okay. i made a million pizza my whole life do not if you're gonna put any fruit on a pizza do not put the fruit on the pizza before you cook it it'll ruin it you put the pineapple or strawberries whatever the hell you want to put on your pizza cook the pizza i don't eat pineapple on my pizza you don't ever see me a pineapple on my pizza <laughs> but if you're going to put the fruit on after you cook it wendy okay all right well before we get going is there anything else that you want to leave anybody with like as far as like obviously go to your youtube channel subscribe watch you live trade and don't troll you in the comments because yeah that's not nice to do. <laughs> not nice um, when, you're, when you're trading six figures live because yeah You'll never, you guys will never, probably never see me trade six figures. Yeah, I don't know ever. anyone else who does it. I honestly, I don't know any, oh man, I don't know anyone else who's doing it in any market. Um, you know, I do the best I can. And, um, you know, I, uh, I got into Bitcoin and all of this from a prayer. I, I prayed to Jesus one night for a girl I really wanted in a way that I can help people around the world make money. And as soon as I was done with that prayer, went to my computer and found Bitcoin stuff. And uh, that's, that's the truth. And I believe in this industry, Wendy, in crypto, we have the most evil, disgusting people. And we also have the best and brightest people. And it can be a real, it's a real clash. And um, I, I'm, I'm on the good side. I want to fight the good fight. Um, and, and you are too. Um, and uh, just fight the good fight and try to help others. And, and your life will be better for it. Um, my life is great, man. I, I, I am so lucky to be born who I was. And whatever it is I went through that made me to be able to do everything I was able to do self-made. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Woohoo. Yeah. So no, man, just, just be cool. Um, and, and, uh, be nice and, and 
You know, anyone can do it. Don't be scared. Do not be scared. Fear is crippling. Um, take, your, take your profits. Don't be stupid. Don't fall asleep on trades. Don't over leverage shit. And just, uh, yeah, just be cool. You know, that's it. Yeah, be nice to people, guys. And like Crypto Face said, please use risk management. Make sure, like, and then also, too, I guess, well, really quick, do you think people should, or people should pay for trade? Like, because I know Bybit and Femex, they have the testnet. Um, BitMix has a testnet. Do you think that they should, like, pay for trade first before you know, they get I could, into it? I could say, yeah, pay for trading, but it's not the same. But instead right. of paper trading, you trade with a very, very small amount. Like, it's like playing poker with fake money. It's okay. pointless. You, like, no one's going to, people are going to play different, right? That's true. Um, That's true. I mean, you can, you can paper trade, but like, I know if I'm trying something new, I have to use real money, but I will use a very small amount. So if you only have, you know, if you got a thousand bucks and that's all you trade with, trade 10%. with a dollar. Yeah. You know what a I mean? A dollar, 10%. Yeah. Whatever. So like, uh, yeah, I, I, I couldn't, I can't do the paper trading stuff or, or, or fake stuff. I got to have something real. Um, but yeah, of course you should absolutely practice with anything, you know, before, before you, you go full speed with it for sure. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate you coming and kind of schooling us. I learned about some new candles that I'm going to check out. I learned about money flow. That I'm going to check out. Um, if you guys have any questions, comments, or concerns, you guys can go check CryptoFace out. You can either go to his website, which I will have the link down below, or you can go to his YouTube channel and watch him live trade. Best interview I ever had, Wendy. You're, <laughs> thanks for these questions. Like you're, you're awesome, dude. You're, you're awesome. Thank you. Bye guys. Have a good evening.